Well, hello, everybody. This is Spencer, your friend for your Thursday night entertainment, I guess we could say it that way. Entertainment, edification, maybe a mix of both. I don't know. That's what we're here for. We're just here to be a blessing, like our T-shirt says on our Spreadshirt store. Appreciate you guys being here today. Go ahead and smite that like button. And if you don't do so, then your mother-in-law will move in with you. Your dog will run away and your transmission will go out in your car. So go ahead and smite that like button today. And if you do so, then all of your dreams will come true. And uh, we appreciate Appreciate you guys very much. Got 836 watching already, <laughs> brother Johnny. We're, brother Johnny, you're a rock star, man. You're doing good over there. So, hey, let me show you guys what Johnny looks like over there. It's a spaceship Johnny. I gotta adjust your colors a little bit. You're just a, you're a lot more lively looking than uh, brother Bill is. Let me make it a little bit brighter over there. See if we can get that gamma up some. There we go. I think that's a lot yeah, better. Yeah. Let's let's get more saturation. Yes, like more cowbell. Okay, you look fine now brother johnny awesome. you doing okay today yeah doing good is your wife being nice to you she is today good that's good that's <laughs> praise the lord so brother johnny's got a little one on the way finally a man child hath come forth <laughs> yes. and uh, he's got three girls now he's gonna have a boy so mm -hmm. yeehaw in all that kind of stuff right there but we're glad to be with you guys today um <clears throat> big day um uh, the world went crazy overnight, and uh, about uh, 5.30 local time in Ukraine, uh, they were invaded by Russia, and uh, some people start, all the reports, I've been watching all day, uh, all the reports start off, well, just a few tanks went over, well, they went into some area, uh, well, they went into to a small area, well, they went to back some, uh, some separatist troops, to now they're saying this is absolute full-blown warfare, like this is a legit, unbelievable, rocky, like, people are dead in the streets type war. So they are in open war over there in Ukraine and Russia. And uh, everybody's talking, asking uh, about Gog and Magog. We're going to talk about that. Uh, but there's one thing that I want to point out to you guys tonight. There is one piece of information that the world is not catching on. We caught it. Uh, some people sent it to us. Uh, I caught it too. Uh, and that is, where does Israel play in all this? Where does Israel play? Nobody in the main media is talking about. I watched CNN for a little while today. I watched Fox News for a little while today. And uh, I even read Drudge Report a little while today. Nobody's talking about this one piece of information. And uh, guys, when we look at prophecy, I want to tell you, prophecy is not about Gentiles. Prophecy is not really about America. Prophecy is all about Israel. Okay, all of it is wrapped around Israel. Israel is the uh, is the clock, if you will, the prophetic clock. That's how you can tell where we are with what. And so don't look to Russia. Don't look to America. Look to Israel. See what's going on there. And we've got some little juicy information. Something happened today in, uh, with Israel that's very significant. We're going to talk about that for a bit, and that'll be good. So um, appreciate you guys watching. Go ahead and smite that like button. We're going to do something. I've got a couple cool things. i got a video I'm going to show you guys that I think me and Johnny watched it before. It is stinking <laughs> hilarious uh, what our buddy Julian put together for us. And we're going to show this to you. It is going to be glorious. But here's what I want to do. Uh, tonight we're going to be doing some giveaways, okay? I've got I've got two books here. I've got uh, a book called How on Earth Can I Be Spiritual? Uh, you can stop living up and down and up and down Christian life. Got a picture of a yo-yo on it. It's pretty pretty sweet little book. Now uh, Larry, the book man, Larry Harrison actually reprinted this old book, and uh, I've I have really enjoyed reading one of these myself. I got several copies of these. We're going to give these away, and then also we're got a, a package. We're going to do we're going to do that and the Doctor Matters uh, Bible Study Journal uh, for everybody. Everybody who makes a donation, whether in the PayPal or in the live chat, will be put in a drawing for this package 
page right here. So you want these books. These things are epically amazing and they will help you. You need these because you are a low down center and you need these. Trust me. Okay. But we're going to give away five packages of, of this right here. But one lucky person, one not lucky is the wrong word. One providentially favored person <laughs> is going to get the very last sword study Bible that we have. The very last one. This thing is a is nice. Let me look at that thing right there. That's a that's a big heavy Bible. And if uh, if it ever goes down in a dark alley, you can use this as a weapon against your enemies, and that'll be good. So everybody makes a donation tonight, whether it be a dollar or a thousand dollars, whatever you make. Everybody be put in in for a drawing uh, for these materials here. So we're going to give away four packages and uh, one providentially favored person will get all three of these things tonight. You want these in your life. So these are just great materials we're giving away to folks as a thank you for, for watching and for donating to our ministry, keeping us in business. So we thank God for that. Let's do this. I want to get into the Bible for just a little bit. And uh, let's see, we got 397 thumbs up. That's a good, 401 is where we are. 401 thumbs up, only four thirds, uh, uh, thumbs down and uh, got over a thousand people watching so far. Thank you very much for that, guys. Yeah. Here's what I want. I want to show you something. OK, um, and we're going to try to talk about some heavy, heavy stuff tonight. Uh, I'm going to do my best to try to break it down and make it as succinct as possible. Uh, but here's the deal. Matthew 24 is where everybody seems to be wanting to go and uh, Gog and Magog and all this stuff mm -hmm. right here. Um, <clears throat> let me show you this. Uh, you'll hear of war, Matthew 24, 6, and you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise up against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences, earthquakes, in diverse places. Now, um, I don't know if you guys realize this, but they were talking about this on the news earlier, uh, about half, one half of the natural gas energy that Europe operates off of uh, is going to come from Ukraine. Now that's a big deal. That's a lot of that's a lot of power that they have over there, and it is a, a I mean that that's scary business. Uh, basically, Tucker Carlson said Putin right now, if he takes over Ukraine, he has the ability to turn the lights off in you in all of Europe. And that is a major thing. I mean, we're talking like World War III level seriousness going on right here. This is a big deal. Um, everybody who is on the news, everybody's watching this, all these military leaders, um, I try not to buy into the hysteria of all this, uh, but they are saying that this is this is no small thing. Like this is a global deal. Like this is something that can uh, that could affect all of us. And uh, it'd be, it would do us well to pay attention. Now, I'm not saying go to the bank and start withdrawing your 401k or nothing like that. Don't do nothing crazy, okay? Uh, but pay attention to this. This is something that uh, does have um, does have some serious implications and what could happen. But here's the one thing I want to point out to you. The Lord Jesus Christ, it, it seemed like these two verses are really ugly. Wars and rumors of wars. I mean, it's just like the it's like the Lord is writing a Stephen King novel, novel or something, okay? Nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there should be famines, pestilences, earthquakes in diverse places. That doesn't sound like a lot of fun. That sounds like a Hollywood action movie. It doesn't sound like a good time. But right in the middle of this, he says this, See that you be not troubled. <laughs> Don't worry. It's, it's like the Lord's making a big joke. He's like, listen, listen, everybody's going to die. The whole world's going to come to an end. And like Everything's going to literally blow up all around you. Just don't worry about it. 
That's what the Lord said. I mean, that, that's really what the Lord said. Uh, See that you be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So what do we do with all this? Well, we say what our dear friend Charles Hilton Biddle says, uh, things are not falling apart. Things are falling right into place. They're not falling apart. Things are falling right into place. And uh, things are looking really good because things are looking really bad. So we're going to talk about all this, give you an update on Ukraine and what is all going on there. There are some un, just just some just demented video footage that's out there. We're not going to show it on here, uh, but we're going to tell you what's going on, and uh, we'll do that here in just a moment. So hang with us. Hit the like button. Got 537 uh, thumbs up. Got 1,218 people watching. So go ahead and hit the like button. When we come back, we're going to show you all the crazy reports and things going on. They're even talking about nuclear war, too. Just it's it's serious. So uh, we'll talk about that here in just a moment. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Spencer here. I've got a great, exciting new book for you guys that you're going to absolutely love. Introducing the Doctrine Matters Bible Study Journal. This is a great tool that we put together for you guys that you can help deepen your understanding of the Word of God. In this book, we put several very helpful quotes about studying the Bible. We've even put a few charts in there about a bird's eye view of the Bible. And then we've even listed Bible verses by topic. Several of these topics include what does the Bible say about the Bible? What does the Bible say about Jesus Christ? What does the Bible say about the Holy Spirit, the church, witnessing, and even prayer, salvation, and other issues like that? Uh, man, this is going to be a great help to you. You're going to love this tool. We even put a section in this book on how to study the Bible, a little guide we put together for you guys, just to give you some pointers and some tips in your own personal Bible study. And the rest of the book is line pages for your own personal journaling. You can put in there the things that God has spoken to you about, some of the things that you've seen from the Word of God, and you have the tool now to document all that yourself. And I'm sure this thing will be a great blessing to you. It is available now on Amazon. There's a link in the description of this video. And I, folks, I know, I know that you will love this. So get one for yourself, for your family, for a friend, and it'll be a great blessing to you. Remember, Doctrine Matters Bible Study Journal, now available on Amazon. And we know that you will absolutely love it. God bless you, friend. And remember, Doctrine Matters. And don't you forget it either. God bless you, friend. All right, everybody, we're going to talk about the Ukrainian crisis. And this is uh, basically, this is a full-scale invasion, full-scale war uh, imposed upon Ukraine by the nation of Russia. Now, this is a very complicated history. I have tried my best to understand this the best I can. And I'm just going to tell you that if I try to explain it to you, I'm going to butcher it. And I know I will. But basically, you have to understand that um, these these Slavic people in this region of the world, uh, everything east of Kiev, most of those people speak Russian. And they are, you know, basically there's like a cultural overlap between these two nations. And down in the southeast area of Ukraine, apparently there's been some separatist rebels that have been fighting the Ukrainian government for quite some time now, wanting their own independence. And uh, Vladimir Putin is now taking this opportunity to invade under the pretext of 
saying that uh, we're here to help these rebels. These people want to be a part of Russia, so we're going to go ahead and step in and help them and uh, have peacekeeping operations is what he said. Uh, I, I kind of remember and reminded of when CNN, the Black Lives Matter people, were having a uh, protest last summer, and there literally were buildings burning in the background. They said this is a mostly peaceful protest, and that seems to be exactly what is going on here. But uh, yesterday at about 5.30 local time, the the Soviet Russian government, they invaded Ukraine all out, open war, and tanks went in, uh, air raids went in, there are Russian jets bombing people over there in uh, in Ukraine right now. And uh, Vladimir Putin has, has made a very strong, very strong statement against the world. If anybody intervenes, we'll take you on too, is basically what he said. Uh, the article here from uh, themirror.com, uh, Vladimir Putin has appeared to threaten nuclear strikes if any country tried to attack Russia in retaliation in a terrifying speech. The president said the consequences of any attempt to strike back following the country's invasion of Ukraine would provoke a response, quote, never seen in history. Now, a lot of people are trying to debate and interpret what that means by never seen in history. And the truth be told, uh, I, these these Spetsnazi guys, uh, which is what Vladimir Putin was, he was a Spetsnaz officer. Uh, they, when they say things, they they intend to chill you and to intend to scare you. Even says here in an address to the UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson said that diplomatically, politically, economically, and eventually militarily, this hideous and barbaric venture of Vladimir Putin must end in failure. So uh, the United Kingdom has, in a backdoor way has said that war will happen with Russia as a result of this. And uh, so Britain is uh, thrown in their hat. And uh, analysts believe that the threat of deploying nuclear weapons should the Russian army be attacked uh, by forces outside of Ukraine was implicit in President Putin's speech. And uh, the thing is today with, with nuclear bombs is that they say that they have things like tactical nuclear bombs now, where instead of just blowing up, you know, an entire time zone, you're literally just blowing up like two square miles of land. And uh, they, they've got them to where they're more, more precise rather than just absolute, just non-discriminate chaos like Hiroshima and Nagasaki were. They have these ones that are very tactical, very surgical, uh, but very serious. And uh, Russia has them. America. America has them, and uh, and you know to to use one in war has not happened since World War II, and uh, so that's very serious business there. Uh, broadcast live on television at 5:45 a.m. Moscow time. President Putin says, "Whoever tries to impede us, let us uh, let alone create threats for our country and its people, must know that the Russian response will be immediate and lead the consequences you have never seen in history. All relevant decisions." have been taken. I hope you hear me. Now, here's what happened as a result of that, is that President Joe Biden uh, stepped out and says, all right, that's it. That's it. You are going to be sanctioned. We're going to sanction the, the the Russian world and freeze your banks. And you're not going to be able to do business with America anymore and uh, things like that. Now, what happened was Ben Shapiro made a great point about this, and I agree with him. 
uh, you cannot sanction Vladimir Putin because Vladimir Putin is not doing any of this based off any desire for monetary gain. There's no money to be made here. This man is the richest man in Russia. And, uh, you know, Russia largely has the has the GDP of Italy. OK, on an economic scale, they're not a big player. They're really kind of low man on the totem pole. But as far as military might, uh, they are a very formidable force. I think they're probably, I think they're, a lot of people say that they're number two in the world, uh, second to uh, uh, America. Some would debate that China is the number one spot, but uh, let's just suffice it to say the top three spots are the United States, Russia, and China, according to many military experts. Uh, but uh, when when you sanction a country who's not doing anything that they're doing based off monetary reasons, uh, that's laughable to them. That's, I mean, that's that's like these people on on my uh, YouTube channel that comment and say, you know, people are listen. I, you're driving people away. Well, no, they, I mean, my job is if I wanted to, you know, attract a crowd, I would be selling ice cream. My job is not to, you know, attract people to me. My job is just to preach the truth. That's my goal here on the YouTube channel. So when you say we're going to take your money away, well, he's he has already since 2014 been making economic moves in Russia to sanction proof his nation. And uh, this whole idea, this whole deal, even in 2008 with Crimea and all that stuff, uh, this this conflict has been going on for a very long time. What you're seeing now is a is a just a ramping it up in a full fruition of his agenda. Now, uh, if you go look online, there are tons, and I mean tons, of people trying to just. I mean, saying all kinds of crazy things about this war. I mean, there's there's links all over DrudgeReport.com. Uh, they even took over the the Chernobyl power plant. I don't know why anybody would fight over that, uh, but apparently the Ukrainian forces had a serious knockdown dragout uh, with the Russian forces, and uh, they did not win that one. And uh, so you see that they are they're actually raising the Russian flag in Ukraine as Z-Tanks lead second wave ground invasion after aerial blitz. So they flew in stuff overhead. They dropped bombs on the anti-air stuff. They dropped bombs on airfields, and then they ran the tanks in. And there, there is all kinds of unverified uh, videos and pictures of things going on. Um, it says, now Russian tanks have crossed the Ukrainian border via Belarus. Now, Belarus is going to have to play... Uh, is playing a hand in this because they actually allowed Russia to come in and go down the border and go into Ukraine from from their nation. So there's they're somehow complicit in this. NATO has now announced, announced it will take additional steps to strengthen the alliance's deterrence and defense. An official said it will hold an emergency summit of its 30 member nations on Friday. So. Um, NATO has stepped up and says, all right, we're going to take action. We're going to do what we do, which is get together in a room and, and say, no, you shouldn't have done that. Thank you, NATO. The world is on the brink of finally <laughs> and fully discovering how completely useless and how much of a joke NATO is. I mean, you may scare Somalia with that stuff, but you're not going to scare Russia with that stuff, no. okay? I mean, you're going to send all four of your tanks to the uh, to the, to the the Belarus border and say, no, 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 and they're going to just be like, ha, whatever, and they're going to roll the entire might of the Russian bear on top of your head, and you're going to have a very bad day, and it's not going to work very well. And uh, so that is what's going on there in Ukraine. And uh, let me see here. <clears throat> um, Biden has been presented options for uh, making cyber attacks against Russia. Now, here's the deal. This whole this whole deal is going to go. Uh, Putin has said 
that if there are sanctions, if anybody does anything to us as we do this, may I ask, we will, we will retaliate severely. Now, the sanctions that Biden has put in place are some, some people say, yeah, that's laughable. There's, no, there's nothing he can do. And, and I agree with that. Putin is not motivated by money. But here's the deal. He's motivated by power. And according to Joe Biden and several other people that claim to be in the know, which Joe Biden probably isn't in the know, whatever, um, they are, they're saying that his goal is to reestablish the Soviet empire. Now, one of the ways America could retaliate is through cyber attacks, but Russia has cyber attacks too. So if your Facebook goes down for three days, you'll know it probably was Russia that did something like that. Uh, they, can, they can attack the banks. They can attack the gas pumps. Uh, they can. There's a lot of things that they can do that will absolutely cause chaos. I mean, can you imagine if everybody's debit card stopped working for three days? We would have riots in the street. We would. And that's what a cyber attack would do to a nation. Uh, the traffic lights would stop working. The power plants would turn off. The water would stop running. And, uh, and air, you know, no, no shot was fired. But a cyber attack happened. And the grid goes down. And then the, all the Internet stops working. And we don't live stream for two weeks. Johnny would enjoy that. And uh, so a lot of things like that going on. But uh, America has threatened that, and uh, there could be options for that. Uh, President Joe Biden has been presented with a menu of options for the U.S. to carry out massive cyber attacks designed to disrupt Russia's ability to sustain its military operations in Ukraine. Four people familiar with the liberations tell NBC News. Two U.S. intelligence officials, one Western intelligence official, another person uh, briefed on the matter, say no final decisions have been made, but they say U.S. intelligence and military cyber warriors are proposing the use of American cyber weapons on a scale never been contemplated. Uh, this, this sentence right here should cause you to pause and say, wow, that's a big deal. Because cyber warfare is where everything is right now. Cyber warfare is no joke. Uh, because that, that, I mean, it's like, it's, you literally are hurting people and you can kill people, uh, without even firing a shot among the options, disrupted internet connectivity across Russia, shutting off electric power and tampering with railroad switches to hamper Russia's ability to resupply its forces. Three of the sources said you could do everything from slow the trains down to have them fall off the tracks. One person, one person briefed in the matter said, now here's a map of what is actually going on in Ukraine. Uh, here's the Crimea area that was, uh, they had the big knockdown drag out in 2008. Uh, there are people over here in Kiev uh, that are there. Uh, I mean, you know, Ivan, friend, uh, these words are so hard. And uh, they're really through the whole border is area. Now, this right here, this area right north of uh, Kiev there is where Chernobyl is. Uh, all, all the fighting was through this area, really nasty fighting. I've got videos people have sent me from family members on the ground. I would not, I wouldn't even show them here on this on this area, on this uh, live stream, on this channel, I try to keep my channel as as family friendly as possible. But it is it is. Let's just suffice it to say there are dead bodies in the streets over there. It is not good. Uh, the sources said the op option presented included preemptive responses to Russia's invasion of Ukraine, iris irrespective of whether Russia launches its own cyber attacks on the U.S. in retaliation for sanctions. They said most of the potential cyber attacks under consideration are designed to disrupt but not destroy, and therefore fall short of an act of war by the United. States States against Russia. I'm going to tell you right now, if they shut off the, the lights over in Russia, uh, you're going to have war on your hands 
So don't you kid yourself for just one second. This is going to be a serious act of war. They said that the idea is to harm networks, not people. Officials are debating the legal authorities in which the attacks uh, would take place, whether they would be covert action or clandestine military activity. Either way, the U.S. would not publicly acknowledge carrying out the operations. The sources say U.S. Cyber Command, the National Security Agency, and CIA, other agencies would have to play a role in the operations, the source said. Now, there's a lot of crazy conspiracies going on right now. I have seen several of them. Uh, there are a lot of high-ranking politicians whose children are running companies in Ukraine right now. Did you know that? <laughs> no. I didn't. Did you know that Hunter Biden sat on a, on a board of a, uh, of a company that was a natural gas company in Ukraine, and he had no experience in any yeah, of that? Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Yeah, he did that. Yeah. That was before the election. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but Nancy Pelosi has a kid working for a Ukrainian company. <laughs> Mitt Romney has a kid working for a Ukrainian company. And uh, there was one more that I can't remember that has serious investments in Ukraine. <laughs> and uh, so when these politicians are saying, we need to act and protect Ukraine, I don't know if they mean what they what they're saying yeah. that you mean there. And by the way, you ought to go check that out. Uh, American politicians with investments in Ukraine, <clears throat> they're not trying to protect the global peace. They're trying to protect their assets and they're trying to protect their investments. And you need to be aware of that kind of stuff because that is really going on. Now there's another conspiracy floating around right now that, that, uh, all of these points that you see, um, on this map are like these biotech places that they're attacking where America has bioweapons. And there's so much conspiracy about that right now. I'm not even no, I, I'm going to let the dust clear before I even say yes or no on that. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, all I'm saying is that uh, they were, they're more upset about this than they were about Jeffrey Epstein. Let's just put it that way, <laughs> yeah. which is quite interesting to me, but whatever. Now, Russia is uh, responding. The Russian people are responding and saying, we don't want this. We do not want to be a part of this. This is bad. And everybody who's showing up in public, is being thrown in a paddy wagon, no questions asked, that's it. You're, you're going to jail. They do not want this getting out of hand. I mean, like in, uh, you know, in Soviet Russia, police get you. You go in paddy wagon. You go away. Spetsnaz <laughs> comes, gets you. That's what happens, okay? And so they're going, that list, it, is, it is rough what they're doing right now. And they're declaring war. So a lot of the headlines here, the new Fuhrer. And, you know, th these people, they want a world war. They want a world war because you can make a lot of money in war. And if you don't, if you want to understand the war, just follow the money. Um, but, uh, I mean, all the headlines on, on Drudge right now are troops raise Russian flag in Ukraine, Chernobyl power plant captured, Kremlin demands surrender, warns West of consequences greater than any in history, blast before dawn, roosters crow in panic, hiding in basements, helicopters overhead, many flee to Poland. By the way, uh, in, in Ukraine right now, they have made a law. If you are 15 to 60 and you are a male, you are not allowed to leave the country. Really? You can't leave the country. Um, I've got a, I've got right here. Um, and I didn't, I didn't pull it up. Uh, but there are people, someone uh, who has family on the ground right now is saying, and I've got a picture right here. This is what he sent me. Um, <clears throat> small eight update brother. Many have been fleeing to Poland. The Poland's right next door uh, to Ukraine. That, but there's signs at the checkpoints there that say uh, 18 to 55-year-olds are not allowed uh, um, to leave the country, and they are basically being drafted into the military. If you're, <laughs> if you're 55 to 18 years old, you have to stay and fight. Uh, that is what they're saying. Uh, many continue gathering at churches, seeking God, 
And, uh, and so it's guys, we've got to pray for these people. This is unbelievable stuff. Um, let me just say here real quick while we're talking about this, uh, we're doing a drawing tonight. Everybody who puts, uh, everybody who donates in the live chat or in PayPal, uh, we'll put your name in for a drawing for these two beautiful books. How on earth can I be spiritual and Dr. Matters Bible study journal. And then one grand prize winner tonight, one providentially favored person will throw a Bible in there too, too, for you. Big, nice KJV sword study Bible. So go ahead and make your donation there in the live chat for that and uh so basically guys uh, folks i'm just telling you uh we are we are on the cusp of something really weird and uh who knows where this is going to go i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you my opinion as to why i think this is happening is because he he putin probably wanted to do this during trump he's probably been sitting for years ready to do this uh, but he was waiting for a Democrat president to be in office. And now um, now the American military and the West has become so soft due to this woke stuff and all this effeminate, you know, tree-hugging, hippie, divine feminine nonsense that Putin knows that there will be no retaliation for this. He knows that he can run unimpeded, unchecked. He's got the European Union on this side. He's got, he's got America on that side. And he knows that ain't going to do nothing about this. All they're going to do is throw their petty little sanctions, and he doesn't prepare his country for these sanctions. He doesn't care. He's not afraid. And uh, China has been upping their military presence. And China, uh, if you know, I want to tell you something about uh, TikTok, okay? Uh, TikTok is a Chinese-run company. It is a Chinese, uh, really, it is a, TikTok is a weapon of mass destruction. People don't realize this, okay? TikTok is a piece of weapon of mass destruction. It is social engineering. TikTok is designed to make Western children retarded. That is exactly what TikTok is designed to do. It is to make your children act like morons and make them stupid. And that is what TikTok has completely been designed to do by the Chinese. Now, here's the deal. The algorithm in America rewards dancing. It rewards stupidity. It rewards pranks. It rewards humor. But the Chinese algorithm is completely opposite. If you are are a child and you are making... engineering something or you're doing a science experiment or you're doing something uh where you are creating something or inventing something the chinese algorithm and tiktok rewards those people with many views but if you're some you know half loose harlot jezebel 13 year old girl and you're going on tiktok it will make you famous for no reason the problem with western culture is we are making stupid people famous at an alarmingly fast rate and so, therefore, TikTok is a, is a piece of social engineering. It is a weapon of mass destruction designed to make everybody in the West complete buffoons and morons. That's exactly what TikTok is. And uh, I, I, I got a TikTok account the other day. I went through it and said, let me just see how this editing software works. And I'm telling you, everything, everybody on TikTok who is famous is a total moron. Total moron. That's exactly what's going on with all this right here. And I'm sorry if that offends you, but that's the truth. The West is being destroyed by wokeness. The West is being literally like we are being literally effeminized to where we there's there's 
our, our, our sports are being soft. The NFL right now is, is run by sissy effeminates who don't care anything about manliness. The reason I want to watch football is because I want to see grown barbarian 300-pound men who are giants. I want to see those men kill each other in Jesus' name. That's the only reason that I watch football. But they are making football so soft that you can't hit anybody anymore. These petty little quarterbacks, these pretty boys, these Tom Brady's, you can't hit them. They're protected. You have to just go and push them over. And if you if you if you hit them too hard, then some some little effeminate man with a striped vest will come throw a yellow hanky on you. I mean, football is not football anymore. Football is a wimp, sissy sport right now. The only reason I used to watch football is because football was manly and men would just kill each other. That's what I want to watch. But you can't watch that anymore because you know what? We've got a classy little nice sport. And all this woke stuff is the divine feminine. It is the it is the rise of a of a power, a spiritual occultic power. It makes men women and it makes women men. And it has nothing to do with any social thing. This is a spiritual darkness that is coming over America. And if you want to see more, go watch Third Adam 3X, Rise of the Divine Feminine. Johnny, I'm feeling pretty good tonight. Yeah, sounding good too. That coffee's kicking in. <laughs> that coffee's doing really good. Listen, you can have more physical contact in the NBA right now than you can in the NFL as a wide receiver. <clears throat> I remember you go you go watch like uh, college football highlights from the early 2000s and those guys were running cross routes and, and catching that ball. As soon as they caught that ball, I'm talking about somebody busted them right in the jaw and they were out cold. And that's what football was. Football was a bunch of grown, athletic, highly skilled, highly athletic men tearing each other to shreds for my entertainment. That's what it used to be. It was awesome. It was glorious. I loved it. God forgive me if that's carnal, but that's that's just being a man. We enjoy watching that stuff. I remember as a kid watching boxing, you watch two giants get in there and duke it and fight. That's what we want to watch. That's what we want to watch. We want to watch manliness. We want to watch we want to watch dudes killing each other. That's what the West used to be. But now now we have we have much little boys, you know, doing everything but that. We don't want you to hurt each other because that's not very understanding. That's not very loving. Instead of being judgmental and being harsh and cruel to your enemies, why don't you sit down and have some dialogue with them? This stuff, this effeminacy, this this wimpy, sissy nonsense that is that is going on in the West right now is going to be the downfall of Western society. Can I get an amen right there? Glory hey. to God. Some people ain't liking this, but that's okay. I'm feeling pretty good about it right now. And I uh, got 11 thumbs down. That's pretty good, Brother Johnny. <laughs> Did, uh, let me ask you this. Did you ever just like break out in a fight with your friends just to fight? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we would reach over just punch it. And then it, and then it was on, you yeah. know? I got a, uh, Somebody took a picture. We was out in the yard one Thanksgiving. <laughs> it was me and uh, another guy. It, they got a picture. He was flipping me, and I, my legs are in the air, and they got yeah. that picture. It was awesome. <laughs> it used to be that way. But yeah. now, it's, you know, well, we, yeah. you know, you know, we're not teaching our little boys to fight. We're mm. teaching them how to crochet a sweater <laughs> for his granny every year. Guys, listen, let the boys go out in the yard and fight. Let the boys go out in the yard and be men. Let them go out there and play football and basketball and bust each other up. Let them go do that. This this is what men are supposed to be. And the problem today is we don't have any men anymore in churches. You, you Listen, if you let a man-eating lion loose in the average church today, that man-eating lion would starve to death. 
because ain't no men to eat because all you have is effeminate males who don't have a spiritual backbone. They don't have any, I mean, they don't even have a physical backbone and they, they don't stand for anything. We have nobody who has any type of manliness anymore. We have these, these appeasers in politics today. Well, I'm, I'm here today just to try to try to bring unity and togetherness. And we're not going to, we're going to have a new era of understanding. No, we're not. Hey, this is right and this is wrong. And if you don't like it, go to China. That's all I got to say. Hey, man, that, well, that's not that's not very nice and Christ-like, is it? <laughs> but listen, that, that's where we're at today. We, 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 we try to live in this gray, mushy, woke nonsense. And all it's doing is destroying the Western society that we live in. There are no, there are no men anymore. There is no, uh, there is, I mean, we got the, we got generals today saying, well, I'm a, you know, five-star generals up there saying, well, I'm a white male and I want to understand white privilege and I, I, I want to be more inclusive and understanding. You know, that, that's just code for stupidity. Okay, when you get in a foxhole and you're going to war against another power, who cares about diversity? Nobody cares about that stuff. Matter of fact, why don't, why don't we let all these GI Janes lead the war against Russia? I mean, hey, GI Jane, you want to be a you want to be a soldier with your pink hair, do you want to go out there, go out there and fight them Russians? I promise you, those Spitz Nazis are not going to care about your 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 underprivileged self. They don't care nothing about that. They're going to put a bullet downrange towards you, and they don't care. This is war. They don't care anything about that stuff. They don't care about your feelings. And you can stand there and say, love conquers all. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to just love these people. No, you're not. You're going to get shot if you do that. I promise you, you will. Johnny, are we doing okay? Is anybody <laughs> mad at me in the light? In the, in the, everybody okay? No, I'll get the comments. Amen. Preach, brother. Right. Go on. <laughs> you people are crazy. You people, you woke people don't belong near anybody's military because you're going to rule, you're going to destroy the world. Somebody's going to run all over you. And that's the problem with these people. They, they've duped themselves into some utopia, and it's nonsense. I remember, what was that? Remember that show years ago, Brother Johnny, called Preppers? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Doomsday Preppers. A, that was a cool show. <laughs> awesome. I remember there was one episode with this guy. They were up in New England, and he was talking about, I'm prepping. And, and he like his whole yard was like a like a, a above-ground garden, like the, what do you call those, box gardens? Where yeah, they're, the raised garden. Raised garden yeah. beds. His whole yard was yeah. like raised garden beds. He owned like three acres. It was impressive. <laughs> it had greenhouses everywhere. And uh, and they went through and you know he showed everybody what he had he had, he had his you know he had his witch hazel plant over there and he had his you know bell peppers and the you know he had his marijuana over there and whatever you know it is a typical New England <laughs> New Age hippie dude but they said to him I say where's where's your weapons mm -hmm. and he said uh, well I don't I don't have any I don't I don't I don't believe in that I don't believe in I don't believe in weapons. And he said, well, what are you going to do when they, when, you know, these marauders show up? He says, well, I I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to love them. I'm going to cook them a meal. I'm going to be good to them. And, uh, and, and certainly they wouldn't be that way to me. Certainly they wouldn't hurt me after I did all that. <laughs> I didn't see this episode. I saw it. Oh, I was, nice. I was, I almost threw my shoe <laughs> through the TV. I said, you're going to die. You are going to die. When the barbarians show up, they're going to eat your witch hazel. They're going to smoke your marijuana. They're going to eat your bell peppers, and they're going to kill you. <laughs> and, and, and that's what these that's what these dupes don't get. Menly men are needed in society. And the reason Putin has invaded Ukraine is because he knows that this is never going to happen. They're not going to do anything to us. You got a bunch of trannies over there running that gun. They're not going to do nothing to us. Well, look at us. He, he's not scared. He ain't scared at all. And really, quite frankly, I don't blame him. I don't blame him for not being scared. Let me get back to the news here. All right. 
Putin wants to rebuild Christendom. What is that even all about? We've got to look at that article. Well, I need the wrong one. There it is. Uh, Putin wants to rebuild Christendom. Russians take the streets to protest. Hundreds arrested. Sean Penn in front of, uh, well, Sean Penn's over there. Nope, Thank you, Sean. Good. Sean Penn. We're, listen, the crisis has been averted. Sean Penn is over there, ladies and gentlemen. We are doing good. And uh, so uh, Putin's, uh, let's see here. This, uh, this is something I need to know. I didn't know this. Uh, threatened by an uprising of, the, the, the headline says Putin's, Putin's spiritual destiny. Wow. Threatened by an uprising of his treacherous generals, the Christian emperor Basil II, based on his glorious city of Byzantium, reached out to his enemies, the pagans over the land. And uh, let's see, in the run of Rus, Basil II was a clever deal maker. Vladimir the Rus would help him put down the revolt. He would give him the hand of his sister in marriage. This was status changer of Vladimir. The marriage of a pagan to an imperial princess was unprecedented, but first Vladimir would have to convert to Christianity. Okay, so blah, blah, blah. What is this article even about? <laughs> At the heart of this post-Soviet revival of Christianity is another Vladimir. Vladimir Putin. Many people don't appreciate the extent in which the invasion of Ukraine is a spiritual quest for him. The baptism of Rus is the founding event of the formation of the Russian religious psyche. The Russian Orthodox Church traces its origins back there. That's why Putin is not so much interested in a few Russian-leaning districts to the east of Ukraine. His goal, terrifyingly, <clears throat> is Kiev itself. He was born in Leningrad, a city that reclaimed his original saint's name to a devout Christian mother, atheist father. His mother baptized him in secret, and he still wears his baptismal cross since he became president. Putin has cast himself as the true defender of Christians throughout the world, the leader of the third Rome. Boy, my, my prophecy, spider sense is tingling right here. Wow. His relentless bombing of ISIS, for example, was cast as a defense of the historic homeland of Christianity, and he will typically use faith as a way to knock the West like he did in his speech in 2013. Quote, we see many of the Euro-Atlantic countries are actually rejecting their roots, including the Christian values that constitute the basis of Western civilization. They are denying moral principles and all traditional identities, natural, cultural, religious, and even sexual. They are implementing policies that equate large families with the same-sex partnerships, believe in God, and the, with the belief in Satan. You know, that is a, that is a long-winded way of saying these Western nations are going woke and they're destroying themselves as a result. Guys, go woke, go broke is true of movies, is true of cultures, is true of everything. This this stuff is dangerous, and uh, I, I, that's why he's not afraid of the West. He's not afraid of the West at all because he knows that you know what you're going to do. You're going to send a bunch of you're going to send a bunch of pink haired women over here to fight us. What you going to do? You're going to you're going to send. Oh, I mean, you're going to send Hillary Clinton campaign manager over here to fight us. I mean, what you going to do? They ain't going to do nothing, and then he knows they're not going to do anything. So basically, what's going on? Oh, boy, that is an ugly, ugly headline. They're putting Hitler over his shoulder there. That is not a good look. <laughs> the propaganda machine is going, and uh, they, I, I guess it should be. So um, Macron says there could be duplicity from Putin in conversations. And, uh, wow, this is there's a lot going on. Um, <clears throat> at the moment, he's prepared for his whole career. Biden faces limits of his power. And uh, so long story short, basically the, the United States has said we're going to do sanctions. And there will be no military involvement at this time. And uh, basically, Putin says, ha, yeah, thanks, fine. we knew it. Sure. <laughs> okay, well, works for me. <laughs> I'll keep doing what I'm doing. That's exactly what he's going to do. Yeah. That's exactly what he's going to do. So, and he doesn't care. He just doesn't care yeah. at all. Now, here's what I want to do. I, I want to pull up Google Maps, and I want to get into what nobody else is talking about in the, in the world. And I, I want to point this out to you, okay? This is 
going to be huge stuff for you to understand and for you to get. All right. So let me let me just back out of here and go over here to the Middle East. And uh, we are in Kentucky on Google Maps right now. Let me go over here, cross this wide world and show you exactly what's going on in the world today. So here we go now. All right. Where 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 is everything here? Where we go? Oh, there we go. I'm trying to learn geography. <laughs> That's all right. So here is Ukraine. Ukraine is right here. Now, when you back out a little bit, you'll notice that this is the Middle East and Russia has Ukraine, but he has he has all this area here in Syria. Now, what is happening? People did not realize this, but Russia has actually about two weeks ago before all this Ukraine stuff, he actually sent a lot of missiles down here to Syria. And Russia, this whole area here, everything here in this area is anti-Israel. Now, Israel is right here, that little tiny nation right there. And all of these nations one day will come against them. And some people say this is the Battle of Gog and Magog. So everything here, Russia, Ukraine, Turkey, all this, all this whole area here, they're going to come down. They're going to take on Israel. Now, let me show you guys this. I got a couple things that uh, I need to show you that are very pertinent to what we're talking about right now. Besides all this Ukraine stuff, you, Russia has done something that uh, nobody else is catching. Nobody else is showing you. I'm going to show it to you. And it is very interesting as far as the, the measure of prophecy and everything goes. Now, let me show you this. Okay. Uh, prophecy is not about the United States. Prophecy is about Israel. Israel is the time clock of, of all prophecy. It all circles around Israel. But today, with all of this, there was a tweet put out by the Russian government organization. We are concerned. This is uh, the date on this is uh, February 23rd. That's actually yesterday. yesterday yeah. Okay. <clears throat> We're concerned over Tel Aviv's announced plans for expanding settlement activity in the occupied Golan Heights, which contradicts the provisions of the 1949 Geneva Convention. Russia doesn't recognize Israel's sovereignty over the Golan Heights that are a part of Syria. So Russia has openly denounced Israel and turned against Israel just yesterday. This is what nobody is talking about. This is a big deal. Russia, this is Jerusalem Post. Russia takes Israel with, uh, takes issue with Israel's sovereignty over Golan Heights and Jerusalem. Russia does not recognize Israel's sovereignty over all that. The Russian deputy ambassador says, uh, Moscow took issue with Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights and Jerusalem just prior to its attack on Ukraine. And uh, the monthly Security Council meeting took place as the General Assembly debated the Russian-Ukrainian crisis. So as soon as all this went down, as soon as all of this stuff in Ukraine went down, at the same time, Russia openly denounced Israel's occupation of the Golan Heights. Now, that's very complicated history in of itself. I don't even know if I understand all of it myself. Uh, there's a lot going on in that world. But um, let's see. This is this article right here, IsraelHayom.com. After Israel supports Ukraine, Russia refuses to recognize Golan Heights as Israel. So Russian UN delegation issued a statement con condemning plans by Tel Aviv to build Golan Heights, which it says belongs to Syria. 
Uh, notice they didn't condemn Israel, they condemned Tel Aviv. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting, not even recognizing them as a nation. Uh, Russia was quick to respond to Israel's statement of support for Ukraine. And on Wednesday night, the Russian UN delegation issued a statement condemning Israel's plan for construction of the Golan Heights. So these, these articles are so light, Johnny. We can do this all ourselves if we want to. <laughs> and uh, that's a big deal. So uh, Gog and Magog. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to, I'm going to just give you just a little teaser on this right here about Gog and Magog. And then I'm going to play a video for you that uh, is from Charles Hiltabittle that basically explains everything about Gog and Magog for you. So uh, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, set thy face against Gog, the land of Magog, and chief prince of Meshuk and Tubal, and prophesy against them. Uh, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I am against thee, O Gog, the chief prince of Meshech and Tubal, and I will turn thee back and put, put hooks into thy jaws, and I will bring thee forth. And all thine army, horses and horsemen, and all of them clothed with the swords of armor, even the great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords, Persia, Ethiopia, Libya with them, and all the shield and helmet, Gomer and his bands in the house of Tug. Garma, that's a tough word, and the north quarters and all his bands and many people with thee. Be thou prepared and prepare for thyself, thou and all thy company that are assembled unto thee. Be thou a guard of them. For after many days thou shalt be visited, and in the latter years thou shalt come into the land that's brought back from the sword and gathered out of many people against the mountains of Israel, which have been always waste, but it is brought forth out of the nations. They shall dwell safely, all of them. Thou shalt send and come, come like a storm. Thou shalt be like a cloud to cover the land. Thou and uh, all thy bands and many people with thee. And so basically he's saying, you're going you're gonna to try to attack. That's Gog and Magog. Thus saith the Lord God, it shall also come to pass that at the same time shall things come into thy mind, and thou shalt think an evil thought, and thou shalt say, I will go up to the land of unwalled villages. I will go to them that are at rest, dwell safely, all them that dwell without the walls, and have neither bars nor gates to take the spoil. And uh, basically God says that you're not going to be able to do that. It's not going to work. And so um, it says, Thou shalt come against my people of Israel as a cloud to cover the land. It shall be in the latter days, and I will bring thee against my land, that the heathen may know me, and that I be sanctified in thee, O Gog, before their eyes. And uh, so basically there's a, there's a lot going on there. And uh, But I want to show you this. I'm going to play this video by Brother Charles Hiltabittle. Him and I talked about this for a little while today. I interviewed him and uh, was able to record it for you guys. And so we're going to explain Gog and Magog to you uh, from Dr. Charles Hiltabittle. And this is very important for you. I want you to, this, this video is really heavy. So Brother Hiltabittle is a genius. But I want you guys to get this and follow this and check this out. We'll be right back. All right, I'm here with Dr. Charles Hiltabittle, and we're going to talk about prophecy together for just a little while, and Gog and Magog, and what all this means. Uh, we did a video today talking about uh, the Biden administration's response to the situation in Ukraine, and a lot of things going on over there. This is a very complex thing, and uh, prophecy really can be a little bit complex in of itself, but uh, Dr. Hiltabittle has been a friend of ours, and he's going to tell us about Gog and Magog and what that is. So, Dr. Hiltabittle, uh, what is this amazing event called Gog and Magog, and why is this not happening right now at this very second? Well, it's not happening right now. Uh, Gog, of course, is simply a title like a king or a potentate. Mm -hmm. And at the present time, that would appear to be Mr. Putin of Russia, uh, because Gog is going to be the leader uh, that uh, comes uh, with Meshach and Tubal. Uh, by the way, uh, Tubal is also in the Russian territory. 
So Gog is the leader, and Magog is a term uh, for the nations of our world that we call today uh, anything that ends with a stan, Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, and all the stan brothers. Um, this is an area where Meshach uh, helped uh, and his descendants filtered into uh, after the diversion of the people and the, the movement of the people you can read about in Genesis chapter number 10. Mm. So Gog is the leader. Magog is the other nations that are on its southern borders of, Georgia, of Russia. And uh, Meshach and Tubal is a part of Russia. So Gog and Magog is not happening right now because that is a battle that is a united effort against Israel. This is not a united effort against Israel. Mm. Uh, this is simply Russia taking back into its ancient territory uh, the properties from the Deep River, which is the east eastern part of the Ukraine. Uh, most all those people already speak the Slav language, the, uh, the Russian language. Um, ancient times, they were a part of, all of that was a part of the original Scythian Empire. Mm -hmm. If that helps answer that question. Yeah, okay. So Gog and Magog is, is something that's going to happen against Israel. Israel will be the recipient yes. of this war. And um, yeah. when does that happen? It, I'm assuming during the tribulation period? Well, I, I, I think personally, I think it's going to happen before the tribulation period. Number one, um, <clears throat> for various reasons, number one would be, uh, according to the text, it's going to take about seven years to clean up the aftermath. And we know that the last half of the tribulation period, after chapter 13 of the Revelation, that Israel will be in hiding. They won't be involved in cleaning up. And so <clears throat> it is possible that, uh, and probable in my thinking, that this will precede the beginning of the tribulation. Hmm. Okay, well, that's interesting, and uh, I know I've I've read uh, several different Bible commentators, and they all seem to equally disagree amongst themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it, and it could be it, it it could be a part of those red horse riders wars. Um, the white horse rider that comes, everybody's got the idea that the white horse rider's going to ride for three or four months or three or four years. and uh, Well, he's going to be followed by a red horse rider, and, and I'm not so sure, but that probably won't be just a few weeks between them. Mm -hmm. uh, so <clears throat> wars will come rather quickly yeah. uh, in the tribulation days, and so it could be. I, I don't think it's going to be any later than the early days of the tribulation if it's that late. Right, right. Well, now, here's the deal. I want to ask you about this. Now, there's, there's articles coming out right now, um, and uh, we talked about this for just a bit, um, but Russia is taking issue with uh, Israel's occupation of the Golan Heights, and uh, yeah. I, I'm looking right here at a picture on uh, a website, uh, looking over the Valley of Megiddo, looks like the Israel-Syria border, uh, which that's not the Valley of Megiddo, yeah. but... Uh, uh, that they're they're actually uh, 
Russia is in conflict, apparently, supposedly, with Israel right now. And uh, so this seems to be Gog and Magog-like. So uh, what, what do you know about what's going on there? What's the issue? Well, what, of course, the issue is your Bible doesn't call it the Golan Heights. Your Bible calls it the mountains of the north. Uh, that's what we call the Golan Heights today. Uh, Ezekiel 38, the mountains of the north, that's the Golan Heights. And uh, that is the valley between there is how Israel has been able to uh, slip underneath the radar, flying through the valley, and then pop out on the other side of Syria. Uh, drop their ordinances on on the rebel groups over there that are uh, definitely determined to destroy Israel, and then come back before anything can be done about it. Uh, my understanding is that as of last week, if not maybe a week and a half ago, uh, Russia has, while we've had our, our attention drawn to Ukraine, Russia has brought their hypersonic nuclear warheads into Syria, uh, along with a lot more troops. And Russia has informed the Bennett of Israel, no more, no more freebies, no more getting in every week. In other words, when Netanyahu was uh, the prime minister of Israel, he went up to Russia and he and Putin had an agreement uh, that that Russia would not get involved in Israel's defending themselves, uh, like we've watched over the last few years, flying over into Syria and bombing uh, whatever it is, a storehouse of weapons or something that's headed to Lebanon or whatever. Uh, as of last week, I'm under the understanding that Russia said no more. And uh, so, uh, yes, it's heating up there. I'm thinking that the two things are combined together, mm. the Ukraine thing and this, um, because I, I see I see biblical prophecy maybe in a little different, broader view than some people do. Mm. If, if that answered that question for yeah. you. Well, I'm looking right here. This is Jerusalem Post. Uh, this is actually today's article. Russia takes issue with Israel's sovereignty over Golan Heights in Jerusalem. Quote, Russia doesn't recognize Israel's sovereignty over Golan Heights that are part of Syria, a Russian deputy ambassador says. That's, that's headline right now from Jerusalem Post. Yep. So Russia yep. is taking the side of Syria against Israel, and that is official just today. Oh, yes. They, uh, when we had the previous president who said the Golan Heights belonged to Israel, and they do, we all know that oh. from, from the land God gave to Abraham, but um, we no longer have that kind of a presence in the leadership in America to, to tell God, <laughs> uh, no, you're, you're not. So the stage is being set uh, on so many stages for that battle, mm. and it may lead to it. Uh, there's another possible battle. It's called the uh, Battle of Psalms 83. I don't know. Uh, it, it could take place. I, I don't know, but it does appear that uh, we all knew all along Russia's just been biding their time in Syria. Uh, they've got their deep water, uh, warm water, uh, naval port there, and 
now they have their hypersonic missiles in there, so I, I guess so they could match Israel's nuclear warheads. I don't know, but uh, yes, it's very it's heating up. Yeah, things are moving rapidly, and we've we've said many times on our channel, things are not falling apart. Things are falling right into place. <laughs> Absolutely. I say it all the time in my meetings. Yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it. I think I heard you say it years ago, and I stole it from you. Yeah. And, uh, so. Well, you know, the, um, but you know uh, the eastern half of Ukraine, as I said earlier, was a part of the original Scythian Empire. Mm. Uh, which Russia developed out of, uh, you know, Magog, all of those, uh, the Scythian the Empire went all the way from what we would call modern-day China. It, it included the Mongolians all the way over to the deep river uh, there that divides east and west Ukraine today. And so those are all the nations that are going to join with some of the descendants of Pam, uh, in this battle that's coming, we're talking about Ezekiel 38. Not just, not just, not just Meshach Tubal and the Magog nations, but you, those are all descendants of Japheth. Uh, when you go back to the 10th chapter you, and do a little study, you, you realize where the three sons of Noah and how their sons uh, developed out, and so uh, the name of Gomer, uh, that's the first son of Japheth. Mm -hmm. uh, Magog's his second son. Uh, Javon is his fourth son, his fifth and sixth son of Tubal and Meshach. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you go down to, uh, you, you find that Gomer, who was his, uh, Gomer was his first son, uh, he, he's going to have a young man by the name Togomar. All of these names that you read about in the first four verses of, of Ezekiel 38, those are the descendants of Japheth. And then you go down and you read about uh, some of the descendants of Ham, Put, and uh, those that are Libya and Ethiopia. Those are descendants of Ham. And these have never, these are people's groups that up until now, have never come against Israel. So the descendants of Ham in there in Africa have never come up against Israel, uh, which is uh, yeah. What's that? The ones, the one, the ones that are mentioned mm. have never come against Israel. Hmm. No. Wow. But they will here uh, very soon. They will come, and that's what's good. Most people, their comp, their, their mind around Israel is this, and Israel is always the center of prophecy. Mm. And because we, we think about the, uh, the Babylonians or the Assyrians that took the northern kingdom captive, and then the Babylonians that took Judah, the southern kingdom captive, and then uh, that became the uh, Medo-Persians, and then it was the Persians, and, and then it was the Greeks, and then the Greeks is divided up, and then it was the Romans. And we have the mindset that they ruled the world. They ruled the world that surrounded Israel. Oh, wow. They did not rule the entire world. Uh, I mean, even in the times of Christ, uh, there were 11 federated nations on the east side of the Roman Empire. And the Romans never conquered the Gauls. They never uh, got all the way to all of England. They never got into the Slavic countries. 
But yet we 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 fail to understand that uh, it is the nations that we read about in the Bible because of their involvement with Israel. Now we're going to see these other nations in Europe are going to, and the Hamite nations of the northern, they're going to get involved with Israel. Then by the end of the tribulation, you're going to have some of the descendants of Seth, even. You're going to have some that are come out of, uh, and other of those nations, all of your Asian nations. Yeah, your kings of the East. The, king, the kings of the East. Yeah. They're going to come at the end of the tribulation. In other words, by the end of the tribulation, all of the sons of Japheth and Ham, and some of, some of the descendants that are blended uh, with Sethites, even all out, uh, out in Asia, every one of those nations will have at some time come against Israel, and God's going to end it at the Battle of Armageddon. Hmm. Why? And so we'll post that video in its entirety. There is actually a little bit more to that, but we're going to post that in its entirety probably tomorrow, let you know exactly what's going on with all that. Uh, I want to show you a couple of things that are kind of really sad about this whole deal. This just popped up on Twitter. I want to show this to you guys. And by the way, if you don't follow us on Twitter, check us out there. Uh, Bro Spencer is available for you on Twitter. You can check us out there. Um, There's a father in Ukraine trying to evacuate. He has to leave his daughter behind. Um, father in Ukraine says goodbye to his kids as he sends them to safety. He's staying behind to fight for his country. This is ugly stuff, man. <clears throat> ugly stuff. <laughs> so he's going to have to stay. In, they're going to put a rifle in his hand. He's going to stay to fight. <laughs> It's insanity. It's insanity. All this stuff over in Russia going on, and uh, this, this I mean, war is just ugly, ugly uh, business. And uh, there are really people hurting over there, real people dying. And uh, it is a sad, sad world that we live in. And um, I, I thank God. I thank God that I have uh in my lifetime i've never in my my land where i live i've never had to do anything like this this world's an ugly place and i can't wait for the day that jesus will come again to fix this old wicked world god's gonna turn it all around someday there'll be no more of this no more putin's no more hitler's no more mao's no more stalin's nothing i mean nothing like this anymore mm-hmm. is gonna happen and uh, Jesus is going to come again. He's going to make all this right. And I, I say, hasten that day, Lord Jesus. May it come quickly. And uh, we're going to take just a quick break, and we will be right back. God bless you. we got more to say to you. Well, hey, guys, your friend Spencer here. We have had our website up for a couple months now, independentbaptist.church, and we've got reports from all over the country of people saying, you know, we got out of our bad church, and we didn't even realize it, but there was a really solid Bible-believing, Bible-preaching church just right down the road from our house. We had no idea. And this website has been a tool that God has allowed to be used uh, for His glory, getting people into a better place. 
and uh, we want to encourage you to go revisit this website. We've done several new additions and updates to it, and it is a really good-looking website. And we are constantly updating the database in this website. We have churches that we're adding and all kinds of things like that. And so we thank God for the opportunity to help you in this matter. Independentbaptist.church is your website for finding a good, local, Bible-believing, Bible-preaching church in your neighborhood. So go visit independentbaptist.church now, and God bless you as you search for a good new church. Hey guys, your friend Spencer here. Come. All right, guys, we're going to talk for just a minute about what can we do. You know, we talked about Gog and Magog. We talked about Israel for a little while. All of this is going to eventually go to Israel. We're going to see it happen there. Uh, matter of fact, let me let me just finish up the study of Gog and Magog with you for just a moment. In Ezekiel uh, chapter 38, uh, down here towards the very end of the chapter, there's this, this monster, this Gog and Magog is going to come after Israel. And it says there, verse number 18, and it shall come to pass at the same time when Gog shall come against the land of Israel, saith the Lord God, that my fury shall come up in my face. For in my jealousy and in, my, in the fire of my wrath have I spoken. Surely in that day there shall be a great shaking in the land of Israel, so that the fishes of the sea and the fowls of the heaven and the beasts of the field and all the creeping things that creep upon the earth and all men that are upon the face of the earth shall shake at my presence. The mountains shall be thrown down and the steep places shall fall. And every wall shall fall to the ground, and I will call for a sword against him throughout all mountains, saith the Lord God. Every man's sword shall be against his brother, and I will plead against him with pestilence and with blood, and I will rain upon him and upon his bands and upon the many that are with him, and overflowing rain and great hailstones, fire and brimstone. Thus will I magnify myself and sanctify myself, and I will be known in the eyes of many nations, and they shall know that I am the Lord. That's the battle of Gog and Magog. Now, we can argue when that happens, but we do know clearly that uh, Gog and Magog will come against Israel at some point. You can argue the timing of all that. But we know that this uh, <clears throat> this whole situation Ukraine seems like it is just forming it up and framing it up just a little bit more clearly so that we know that eventually it will happen. Guys, the world has changed in 24 hours. Uh, in such a drastically sharp way that it is, uh, it's wild. And this stuff like this, Gog and Magog, can happen in just one, one, I don't want to say rotation of the sun because the flat earth people get mad at me, <laughs> of one 24-hour period. And that is for certain. So what can we do as Christians? Well, it, it's pretty simple. We, we, we see all this here. Many shall come to my name uh, saying, I am Christ, shall deceive many. You shall hear wars and rumors of wars. See that your heart be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. I, I want to emphasize this, guys, and give you a, a word of encouragement. See that you be not troubled. Don't walk around wringing your hands. Don't walk around <clears throat> being sad and being upset by this. This is, uh, this is exciting stuff, really, if you're a Bible-believing Christian, because things are looking really good, because things are looking really bad. I want to share with you guys this article again. If you have not gone to wayoflife.org, I, I recommend this website. There's some great stuff on there. And uh, what can we do in the face of the growing anarchy? We did a video on this the other day. Number one, make sure that you're saved. Are you born again? Number two, don't be surprised at the growing wickedness and apostasy that's going on. And it's going to get a lot worse. Don't, 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 don't even, <laughs> don't you fool yourself at all. And then don't fret. That's another good one. Have a biblically educated, settled conviction that God is on the throne and that times are in his hand. That is for sure. 
Uh, number, let's see, whatever, number next here, be a mature, skillful Bible student. We need you to be that because doctrine matters. Number next, be spiritually discerning, testing everything by God's word. Next one says, focus on your heavenly citizenship and live as a pilgrim. And next one, it says, live holy Christian lives to the glory of Jesus Christ. And next one says, build real New Testament churches, build godly homes, separate from the world, fulfill Christ's great commission, be law keepers and supporters of law enforcement when they do the right thing, endure suffering and persecution in a godly manner for Christ's sake, be spiritually revived and ready for the shout, and then be a student of Bible prophecy so you have a proper worldview and good understanding of the times, and pray, pray, pray. That is for sure. And I think that's what we need to do is we, we need to, as God's people, be prayerful people and uh, just be folks that, man, we, we're not worried about everything, going crazy over everything. We need to be prayerful people. This, this uh, article is covered in depth in our video, How Can Christians Handle the Coming Crisis? And uh, that, was, that was 24 hours ago, and then this happened. <laughs> wow, I almost feel like a prophet, Brother Johnny. And uh, it's pretty wild stuff right there. So, guys, go check that out. I think that's a great article. This, uh, this article that I just read is uh, linked in this video right here. And uh, how can Christians handle the coming crisis? And by the way, I've got a new video for our channel members. Who is Clarence Larkin? Uh, we're going to post that one here uh, for everybody here in probably a few days or so, probably sooner than that. I don't know. Uh, but we want everybody to be able to check all this out and uh, a lot of interesting stuff there. You'll enjoy that. Uh, go check us out on Twitter as well. And uh, we want you guys to, to be up to speed on what's going on. So best thing we can do right now is pray for these people. Pray for these people over in Ukraine. So, Brother Johnny, uh, we're doing this giveaway tonight. Everybody who we makes are. a donation tonight, you'll get put into a drawing to win these two books, How on Earth Can I Be Spiritual by Summer Wimp, and then uh, the Dr. Matters Bible Study Journal. We're going to give both of these away. And then one providentially favored person will be able to be the grand prize winner and get a KJV Sword Study Bible. We're going to give away five of packages like this tonight, and one winner is going to get an extra Bible thrown in there too. So make sure you go ahead and give your donation now at this time. Go ahead and get that in, and we'll get you in the drawing, and that will be wonderful. And uh, so, hey, I've got a funny video, Brother Johnny, a <laughs> funny video. Y'all stop what you're doing. Pay attention. Uh, quit, quit looking at your Facebook on your phone. That's right. And uh, listen to me for just a second, okay? Hey, hey. Is everybody listening? Like Oliver Ray said, look up here, boys. Look hey, up here. <laughs> hey, look up here. Look up here. All right. I got something really funny I want you guys to see. Um, we played a funny graphic just a minute ago. I want to I play it again. Real quick. Okay, so that was a funny graphic. All right. <laughs> I've got a better one. I've got a I've got a great one that I'm gonna play for you real fast. You guys have got to see this. This is gonna this is gonna go on every video I do from <laughs> yeah. now on. Okay, this is gonna be great. So, you're, everybody ready? Is everybody ready? I want to y'all see y'all see some people. All right, y'all in the live chat say say I am ready. Type that in. Say I am ready. Jinga kuhala. Is that tongues? I don't know what that means. <laughs> so anyway, um, so look up here. All right, everybody, is everybody ready? Is everybody ready in the live chat? I'm trying to make sure everybody's ready. I want you guys to see this. We're going to premiere this for everybody who stayed this deep in the live in the live stream with us tonight. Okay, is everybody ready? Ready? Is, I'm trying to look. I'm trying to look. I'm trying to look. Let's see here. Um, Tony Wilcoxon says that was lame. You know what? You know what? You're lame, Tony Wilcoxon. <laughs> you you big apostate you. Look at this guy. He's over there. That was lame. You know what? You, you're not invited to my birthday party no more. Whatever. 
Anyway, okay, got a bunch of people in the live chat saying I'm ready. All right, there I'm ready. Go. I got something for you. You're going to love this. All right, y'all ready to go? Here we go. Ready, set, go. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. Hey, I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> There's so many Furtick uh, thumbnails in there right now. So many uh, of those special beautiful yeah. chats. Y'all let me know what you think in the live chat. Just let me know if you loved it. So I'm going to play that again. Can I play yeah, that again? again. I'm going to do it again. I want to make sure everybody gets the full effect of this thing. What gets me is Furtick's face. Uh, I was like, <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. <laughs> I can't breathe. Oh, Francisco says that was gold. And uh, someone said, play it again. That's priceless. So, oh, boy. And uh, Christy Kelly says, I love it. And Mrs. Burns says, dead. And, uh, <laughs> dead. So, and uh, Matt, Tom Matthews said, Furtick going to sue. Bring it. Everybody sue. Greg Locke sued me. Everybody sue me. So, and uh, can you make it longer? I'm invested. And I yeah. maybe we can do that. I don't know. So, loved it. Awesome. And uh, Bruce Fincher says, love it. Uh, hey, who comes up with this stuff? Well, me and, me and, me and my crew, we do that stuff. So, I, uh, I love it. And I think that was amazing. So um, I, I, I'm going to play it again. Can I play it again? Yeah. Is that okay? I'm going to do it one more time. <laughs> We're coming for you. <laughs> Rohan is to the rescue. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna we're gonna do more we're gonna do more stuff like that uh, for you guys. I, I we I have somebody who could do it for us, so we're gonna we're gonna make it available to you guys uh, here for the very near future, and that'll be wonderful. So, brother Johnny, are we ready to do a drawing tonight? Right, so I've got one more in here. You I got gotta get one more. You got to right do, and I think the PayPal. We got everybody in the PayPal up there uh, caught up, and uh, so. Let's see here. I, I think I might have one more in the PayPal. We'll make that ready for everybody. And we, we want to... <laughs> I love it, y'all. I love it, y'all. So we'll, we'll, we'll get all this ready. Uh, we'll, we'll be right back just in one minute. We'll do the drawing, and we appreciate you guys. Be right back. This church here on the left, and then uh, you, you see the yoga class on the right. Both of these groups are having the same involuntary shakings and uh, the manifestations of the kundalini is uh, one of the manifestations is uncontrolled shakings and both of these parties are having the same experience guys so we're going to go ahead and do the drawing here for uh the the whole deal tonight we're doing a giveaway how on earth can i be spiritual i i was given several copies of this and uh it's a pretty good book it's actually an old book out of print where uh, larry the bookman reprinted it larry harrison and uh, he is a blessing and it goes through just talking about the christian life and what it is and how you can uh, get victory over the, the world the flesh and devil it's got some good a little bit of good like illustrations about how to um 
you know, I'm just pull this up for everybody real quick. I'll see if I can get that to you. But like how to live the Christian life, like the spiritual person does this, the carnal person lives like this. Um, pretty neat stuff if I do say so myself. And then, of course, you got your Doctrine of Matters Bible study journal over here. We have those available. And actually, uh, Brother Johnny, we're, we're getting ready to release another version of this. Yep. And uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be actually a... Uh, smaller version and it's going to be for taking notes at church for sermons and stuff so we're going to make another one of those it's going to be a blessing we, we can just brother johnny we can just we're just pumping out the cool videos lord of the rings videos we're, we're writing books making videos um brother johnny i don't even it's like we're gone we've lost our mind over here you know? <laughs> i think so it really is so well you ready over there yeah, i'm ready you ready let's uh, fold it up here and fold up them last two we'll ones see who the winners are we are going to have to invest in uh sticky note companies <laughs> yeah. because we are doing a lot of sticky notes and all kinds of crazy stuff johnny's over there working feverishly yes. uh like a uh like a, well <laughs> there would there would be a, a sweatshop joke there but i won't i won't make that joke right now johnny you're dropping some of them you got to go get that one okay you got to go get that one that'd be good and uh thank you very much for this all right so i'm gonna put you on the screen too and uh you you go press those buttons and uh get all that ready to go i'm gonna stir this up stir in the pot something i'm really good at the pot. That's, that's right. what I'm, I'm skilled <laughs> and uh from from my childhood i was trained for this okay so are you ready right, for the drum go. roll we are okay okay very good the first providentially favored winner is vlad 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 perfect that, wait, hang on. <laughs> yeah vlad we would have a ukrainian name on the <laughs> yes. night we talk about ukraine so there we go vlad we have you as a winner all right number two winner is going to be and Okay, it's going to be Donna Blackley. Donna Blackley. Thank you, Donna, for your donation. All right, number three is going to be this one. You messed that one up, Johnny. It's too touchy. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> all right, so it's going to be Wendy Boyd. Wendy Boyd. That's going to be the third winner. And then, uh, let's see here, number four winner. Let's get one of these orange ones here. Let's get one of those. Okay, here we go. Ready. I, I, I'm sorry. I was <laughs> deceptive how I handled that one. Uh, number four was, is going to be Sherry Bronkema. Is that how you say that? I think, yeah. Bronkema. Yep, Bronkema. Yep. Bronkema. PayPal donation right there. Thank you very much for that. Sherry. Sherry? Sherry, yeah. Sherry. S-H-E-E-R-I? No, S-H-E-R-I. E-R-I. Okay. Yeah. Penmanship. Oh, this is this is last minute writing. You were you were scrambling. <laughs> we were scrambling. You, that, <laughs> that one's done in haste. Okay, so I'm I'm praying for you. All right, All right. grand prize. Here we go. Grand prize winner, providentially favored person. Johnny didn't want me to talk about his penmanship anymore. <laughs> no. He just wants me to get this over with. Keep going. Yeah. Time so. ran out. <laughs> All right. The winner tonight is. There we go. Providentially favored, going to get two books and a Bible tonight is going to be Christy Kelly. Christy Kelly. Christy Kelly. Christy Kelly. So, Brother Johnny, what do they do? Do they uh, they email us at what? They do. They need to email us at uh, Spencer Smith Contest at gmail.com one contest not contest yes no no s contest Spencer smith contest one contest spencer smith contest 
at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And so that'll be include good. Your, uh, include your YouTube name and your address so we can actually get it to you. <laughs> and maybe your real name, too. That might that Yeah, might if you want to do that, thing. too. Yeah, I that's fine. That would be helpful. Yep. And uh, so um, let's see here. Um, Wow, there's some weird comments tonight. Lord have mercy. <laughs> That's all I got to say right there. But anyway, hey, we got the uh, the uh, pre-trip post party after the live stream tonight. Uh, that is actually up already. So you guys want to go ahead and check that out. I believe that's up. And yeah, uh, we'll yeah. go ahead and do that with our channel members here in just a bit. Uh, but if you have not become a channel member yet, uh, we want to encourage you to become one. As a matter of fact, I've got a new video where we explain all this about channel membership and um, so let me, a matter of fact, I need to check out, check that out, see if that's even up yet. Uh, I want to play that for you guys. If you guys want to be a channel member, we're, we're going to be pro- posting a lot of good material in the very near future for our, for exclusively for our channel members. And uh, we want to make that available to all you guys here in the very near future. So, hey, let me, uh, let me just play this little quick video if I can. Yeah, I and um Let's see. Hang on just one second. I'm going to make this available to you. Well, hey, guys, your friend Spencer here. I want to talk to you about channel membership. Come on, YouTube. What are you doing? This bad boy is a mess. Well, hey, guys, your friend Spencer here. I want to talk to you about channel membership. This channel has turned into like a gigantic global thing. And we have so many things we're trying to do, and we have expenses we're trying to meet, and we need your help to do so. So YouTube has allowed us to be in something called the YouTube Membership program and that's what we have now where you can pay monthly to support this channel and just do it right through YouTube and there's certain perks that you get uh, for doing this and we want you guys to be a part of that and there's so many things you get for being a channel member so let me do this I want to show you this this uh, screenshot here and this is from YouTube right on our channel here and basically what we have is these five levels of membership that you could be a part of uh, one is $1.99 a month uh, two is $9.99 a month Three is twenty-four ninety-nine a month. Four is forty-nine ninety-nine, and level five is ninety-nine ninety-nine a month. So level one is dollar ninety-nine a month. All you gotta do is hit the join button on our channel, and you get one of these loyalty badges next to your name, and you get to use all these super cool emojis. Now everybody who's a channel member gets to be a part of our super secret list of videos that only you people can have. Okay, we have we have like so many good videos behind that paywall that all of you folks can have and be blessed by. You can have all that for just $1.99 a month. Now, once you go up to $10 a month, level two, uh, we will actually send you a free CD. And I've got CDs all around here that we, we use. Got CDs, we'll just send bro. you one of them for free just as a thank you to that. And yeah. then also, if you join at level three, which is $24.99 a month, it's not global, uh, then it's you get to have not only just a, a CD, but you get a book that we have. Now, what we have is we we put on here sending our book, Calling Evil Good, The Live Christian Maybe Rock and Roll, which I have a copy of it right here. Now, if you want one of these, that'll be fine. We'll send you one of those. But we also now have the Dr. Matters Bible Study Journals, and you can have either one of these. So we'll send you one, no problem, just as a thank you for joining our channel. We certainly would appreciate that. And then also, uh, for $49.99, you get all the books, the CDs, and then even we're going to try to send you some, uh, some more uh, discounts on our spreadshirt I- items and things like that. We'll take care of you on that and we'll try to work something out with you. And then also level five, you get basically the same thing. So uh, guys, listen, this is a way that you get to be a part of what God is doing on our channel and get to be involved in all this. And so level one, you get all the loyalty badges, access to all the videos. Level two, you get all, everything mentioned before and a CD. Level three, you get everything 
and a book with a CD and all the membership perks and everything like that. And the level four and five, you get a lot of uh, spreadshirt item stuff and all that. So all you have to do to claim all these perks is uh, once you join, just email us, spencersmithmembers at gmail.com, spencersmithmembers at gmail.com, and tell us what what you want. Give us your name and address, and we'll send it right to you, man. We'd love to have you guys be a part of this. We have so many special videos exclusively for our channel members coming up in the very near future. You don't want to miss out on that. God bless you guys. We love you, and we will see you all very soon. Yeah, so join. What, what is this? Super Size Me documentary. I don't need that. Anyway, <laughs> so that's available for everybody. If you join our channel as a channel member, uh, we actually uh, put out our first uh, channel member exclusive video. Not our first one, but one of them uh, recently where Stephen Furtick actually scratched out a Bible verse openly. Really? Did you see that I video? I didn't see that one yet. Oh, man. He, he, he brought a guy up on stage and, uh, and, and took a pen and scratched out the guy's Bible verse. Wow! <laughs> yeah, he did it, and oh. uh, and I got a video of it, and uh, it just it was on Elevation's page. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just right there. So, uh, and I actually that's actually quite a common practice, and a lot of your modern Bible versions are missing verses because they scratched them out and uh, put them in the footnote saying that, you know, well, some manuscripts don't contain this verse, so we just took it out. Well, I say leave it in there; it's fine. Mm -hmm. uh, but we we that's uh, that's a pretty wild. Uh, video we got going there and uh, of course go watch the greg Locke documentary that thing's forty-seven thousand views you know youtube demonetized that and then they just randomly monetized it <laughs> and then demonetized the the greg Locke live stream where we were being nice yeah <laughs> it's like the curse of greg Locke or something i don't know so but anyway check out our kabbalah magic video that bethel did and uh, if you guys want us to do any more of these morning devotions videos uh, we'd love to do a few more of those 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 are fun and uh, and crazy stuff going on. I'm trying to look at our, our most recent video that was uh, did got the most views. I mean, uh, our Catherine Crick video. That woman. Have you seen that one yet, Johnny? You got to catch up on these videos. I uh, know. No. no I, oh yeah. No. <clears throat> that woman is straight up. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Needs to be on a shirt. <laughs> straight she, up. Ew. <laughs> she is straight up. Ew. <laughs> like like. She okay, like a lot of these women that are in this divine feminist stuff are kind of icky, but mm. she's like super icky. <laughs> like she's got it written all over her, bro. Yeah. And I was like, ew. <laughs> and then she no, gets up and preaches in churches, and I'm like, ew. <laughs> That's kind of what I am. So anyway, but yeah, she's she's <laughs> really bad shape. <laughs> anyway, Lord have mercy. So anyhow, we love you guys. Thank you guys very much for uh, for checking out our live stream tonight, letting us talk to you for a little while. Uh, things are looking really good because things are looking really bad. Channel members, we will see you guys in just a few minutes in the channel member live stream. Don't forget to go there. We're going to play a few songs, but i got to play this Lord of the Rings video one more time. Let's do it. And uh, that'll be good. We love you. Johnny, you got any words of wisdom before we go? Keep praying for uh, everything going on right now. Yeah, pray, sure. pray, pray, pray. And then when you think you're done praying, pray again. Absolutely. So we love you guys. We'll uh, we'll see you guys in the members pre-trip post party. Yeah, that'd be fun. See you later. of my Savior, but serving Him has 
such a thrill I have never seen the gates to that city one day one day I will one day I'm gonna walk on the streets of pure gold they'll tell me the head that's never yet been told I'll be united with loved ones on Zion's holy hills. One day, one day I will. Since the day met him he has been hauled to me and my life with joy he has filled and i'm longing for the day when my eyes shall behold him but one day one day i will one day i'm gonna walk on streets of pure gold they'll tell me the heaven One day.